What's up, Farmers? Welcome to the Farm Athletic Company podcast. I am your host, Andrea Warner. I am also the co-owner and co-founder of Farm Athletic Company. If you would like more information on us, please visit our website at www.farmathleticco.com. And now, on to today's show. What's up, Farmers? Welcome to this week's episode of the Farm Athletic Company podcast. My special guests this week, Andy and Rachel Nadler, my first husband and wife, my first dual interview, okay. first long-standing members. Yes. How are you guys doing today? Doing Good. great. It's exciting. Fantastic. Well, it might be exciting until I start asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, wait a second, I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be thrilling all the way through. So I'm excited to share with everybody both of you guys' journey, because Andy, you started with us first. Oh, yeah. Then Rachel. Yeah. And then we've had bumps in the road. We've had surgeries. We've had comebacks. We've had <laughs> major successes. So we've had a lot of, we had a lot of things to talk it's about. Been a long road. And we recruited another Nadler now. Yeah. And we have Seth. <laughs> we have Seth. Who so. is all part of the fair. But listen, yeah. we've been talking about a fair tattoo. So. Right. We're, okay. So we're going to have to give Seth permission for the fair tattoo. <laughs> Let's do a temporary. Because you have to to you. <laughs> I love it. As long as it's not like a face tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's a tear. It's like a right here on the side of the <laughs> a face. Tear, a little tear. Yeah. So let's start with pre-joining the gym. Sure. Let's start with lifestyle. Let's start with habits. Let's start with what led you guys here. Sure, sure. Uh, I can go first since I guess I was the first one to join. I, I had a history of some form of exercise. I was really, when I was, uh, I would say late 20s, very much into more like the kickboxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai type of stuff. Um, I did certainly go to the gym a lot in college and then worked out in high school. It was just, uh, once once we started having kids, that just kind of stopped. Damn and kids. <laughs> they can ruin a lot of things. <laughs> they change everything, right? That's, yeah. that's my story. <laughs> have kids and I'm like, yeah. hey, kids change everything. Yeah, you know, next thing you know, years have gone by and clothes have gotten bigger and just life just happens. And I tried multiple times to join the, the community gym and go, or I had a customer of my own who had kind of workout, online workout courses. And I did that. It was really good for two or three months. It was always something like a vacation would happen or we would go do something and a week or two would go by. And I would never be able to start back up again. And I discovered I was just really, I need group class. Yeah. I can't be trusted to do it on my own. I, <laughs> I, I could be really good. Devices. Yeah, and I was really good. I would do great for two, three weeks, maybe even a month or two. And then something would knock me off course. And, it would, yeah. and we happened to have had a friend in town. This was, so this was right before COVID hit. They came and they just happened to be in town for a, a New Year's vacation. And he mentioned to me hey, you'd probably love CrossFit. I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. Right. I don't know that's for me. Uh, <laughs> and they left town, and I, as I was driving down the street, I noticed that the gym was there, and I was like, I'll call. I'm not going in. <laughs> that looks scary. And actually, I talked to Sherry, and she said I could come in, try a class out. I came in, and it was incredibly difficult, but it was fun, and I liked being part of the group. And immediately signed up. I was like, I'm going to do this. And I did it for a good three months and COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. Fun. That was <laughs> such a fun, 2020. Yeah. Was such a fun year. Yeah. 
That was great. I got I got very lucky though because there's an, another member, Mark, who lived down the street from me. And yeah. when COVID hit and everybody had to work out from home, um, we ended up working out together. And he started me going four days a week. And we would just work out in the driveway. And what was really great about it for me though was that everybody was in this phase of like taking photos after the workouts. Yeah. So I actually started kind of chronicling my face. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, like the, yes, the, the Zoom was, face. Right, yes. the Zoom face. Yes. Yeah. But I had started with the Facebook pictures because I was, I was, I, I, I remember looking back at the very first workout I did and I was like, oh my gosh, what an embarrassing photo of myself. <laughs> and because I was transitioning from three days a week to four days a week, all of a sudden I started to see more changes. And at the time, I'll let her tell her story, but Rachel was doing running. She wanted to run a 5K. So she would get up and go run. Mark and I would be in the driveway doing a workout, and she would come back from the run and be like, well, that just looks like way more fun. And <laughs> <laughs> just, just running. running. But so that was, that was kind of how it worked out for me. And then once COVID ended and everybody came back to the gym, I consistently was back to, I was doing four days a week. And then I, you know, and that was what, three years ago, over yeah. three years. And end of last year, I upped it trying to start going five days a week. So I'm just yeah. I'm here all the time. I Feels love it. like, yeah. And, you know, you bring up a really good point, which is something that um, we try to talk with a lot of people about, you know, fitness, fitness being the relatively new industry that it is, is still trying to figure out its best way. Mm. And we have things like 30 day challenges and try this transformation thing and sign up for this. You're guaranteed this in six weeks. And you might get that in a month or six weeks or whatever, but then what? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and you're left to your own. Yeah, you're left to your own devices, <laughs> right? So it's like, okay, well, I did this 30-day thing. Now well, what? now what do I do? Well, you buy the next course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's, you know, a lot of people fall off. And this is where I believe a lot of people have trouble with their overall health and wellness is it's not something that when someone sits down and talks to you about joining a gym or talks to you about your health, they're not sitting there saying, let's talk about like the next decade. Like, how do you want to feel 10 years from now? What do you want to be able to do when you're yeah. in your 50s, 60s, so on? Everybody's talking about six weeks and 30 days, and but nobody's discussing what happens then. So a big part of this whole journey is having a coach and having somebody to help lead you and guide you on that journey. It's like, if I needed help with finances, which we all do, right? I'm going to go to somebody who knows a heck of a lot more about it than I do and say, hey, this is what I'd like to do in 10 years. Help me. Yeah. So it's so funny that so many people are so hesitant about finding a coach and asking for help with, hey, what do I do in this world? Yeah. Accountability was huge for me. And I, I you know, when you start coming to a group, whatever the group thing is, whether it's some type of martial art or some, whatever it is, and you start making friends. I mean, you know, you miss a day and you start getting texts from your friends like, where right. are you today? Just and there's just this right. interesting what happened? accountability. Where have you been? Why are you not in the gym, right? Yeah, like, you missed like, a good one today. Like, yeah. 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 So-and-so tripped and fell. Yeah. You missed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's being a tripping and falling. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk we about that talk story about that a little bit. Later too. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So that would be my, that would be my journey. And so yeah. it was kind of going from completely out of shape because I hadn't really done anything in years to probably being in the best shape my life here three years later which is pretty awesome fantastic yeah, that's a big deal it is a big I mean, deal three in my years. 40s so i don't know that a lot of people can say that i know a lot of people in their 40s that are definitely not 
in the yeah. best shape of their life. They don't go to this gym. Yeah, right. but, yeah. <laughs> most of the people I know that go to this gym in their 40s are probably in the best shape of their life. Feeling lives, pretty good. Right. Most of them are complaining about their knees and their hips and right. yeah. so on and so yes, forth. Minus those aches. Yeah, right. <laughs> or their health issues, right? Yeah. Their new health issues yeah. in their 40s. So and then Rachel, Yeah. prior to joining the gym, so much like Andy, I kind of was like, I did a different approach, but um, I did the couch to 5K. Like, that was my thing. Like, I was like, okay. Which is I'm an app. app. Which is the app. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's an app. Because um, I was like, I didn't know where to start. And so I was like, well, I'll start running. Cardio's good. Cardio's, cardio's how you lose weight, right? Yeah. And I did that in combination with Noom and found great success. I was able to lose 40 pounds. But then it was like, okay. Now what? Yeah, Just right. like you said, like, okay, I had this success. I got my 5K. And during COVID, I was watching Andy and Mark and working out in our in our driveway. And I was like, that looks fun. All right, I'm going to set a goal every Friday. Instead of running, I'm going to, you know, join you guys and in, in this, you know, see what this is all about. I love that. And I just fell in love with it. I was like, oh, this is, these are movements I've never done before. This hurts, but the next day, but I'm like hurt, you know, little, little soreness is good. And yeah. then basically I, you know, I had the courage to walk in the door myself. Cause I was like, if Andy can do it, I can too. Yeah, <laughs> right. I and, I love it. and yeah, I mean, same She's thing. She's definitely tougher and stronger than me. So if I can do it, she definitely could. But <laughs> yeah. And, um, and that's the same thing, right? I kind of did three to four days a week. I really enjoyed the Saturday classes. Of course, our children's baseball schedule has kind of taken over our Saturdays these days. But um, And now, I mean, I'm the same thing. I'm kind of consistently here at least four days, if not five. Yeah. Right? And I'm trying to get those workouts in. And But I've just enjoyed the journey because same thing with Andy. And I hate to be repetitive, but at 44 years old, I'm, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm smaller now than I was in high school. That's awesome. I, you know, like... Not many 44-year-old women can say that, that they can get True into story. that a High school jeans are, that you might still have. Um, do you are, still have high school No, I don't. I, I do have, I have a pair of, so I wait do, a second. I do have a pair from college. I would never take, bring them out, but I do have like that, like pair of gold jeans. The one pair. That, they're yes. one pair and they're too big. Hey, so, there we go. I got rid of them because I was like, okay, I don't need those gold jeans anymore. But um, gold jeans, gold, gold, oh, gold. Not, not gold. gold. I was super excited to see the gold <laughs> jeans. I was like, what in the world do these look like? Now you guys, now you guys sound like me and Sherry. Gold. <laughs> Sorry, pronounced my words better. I love it. So, but um, yeah, and I mean, just I think to Andy's point, like there's an accountability, and just even for us as a couple, you know, so when you're used before we get on our calls, we're like. How was that workout today? Like, yeah, where did you suffer the most? What was your time? So we're always kind of... She's always faster. <laughs> competing. <laughs> but in a nice way. Of course. In a healthy in way. In a healthy way. It does Absolutely. not build anger or animosity. No. Which but is fantastic. It's always encouraging and loving. And yeah. Yes. But now Seth's beating my time. So now I'm kind of like, ah. Well, now, that's okay. now with the nice kids, it's different. You can be like mean towards the kids. Be like, listen, I'm your mother. Yeah. <laughs> listen, if I, I just, had 13-year-old energy. I yeah, know. exactly. That's <laughs> what I keep telling myself. I'm like, I'm not 13. So yes. seriously. <laughs> so it's okay. So what I'm excited to hear about, both of you are in your 40s, been members here for three years. What has this journey helped you with outside of the gym? Like, can you think of things that you used to do prior to here that, nah? that now feel better, easier, enjoyable? 
you know, it's, this is gonna sound so stupid. I'm not a very active person. <laughs> I, I, I would, I'm so happy just sitting on a couch and watching <laughs> sports or something. You know, it wasn't like I used to hike all the time or I right. used to do all these things and I couldn't do them, but now I can do them again. Like I never yeah. wanted to do them. Hey. That's so totally I, you know, for, for for me, it's not about the, it's not ne- it's not about the things that I could do before that I wasn't able to do again. Right. Um, other than fitting into clothes, I wanted to fit into again. For me, it was all about, you know, I, I wanted to just look better and feel better, and now I can put on a shirt or put on a pair of pants and not look in the mirror and go, oh, I look a little sloppy. Right. <laughs> you know, like that, that that's a much nicer feeling. I mean, yeah. Things, I guess you could say, like uh, pull-ups was always a goal for me. Right. I always wanted to be able to do a pull-up. When I came in, I remember hanging from a bar thinking, I don't know how this is ever going to happen. <laughs> I couldn't pull any, you know, I could not pull my weight up even a little. Now I, I'm able to do pull-ups. I, you know, so it's not so much things that I lost the ability to do as much as it's the newer things that I probably was never able to do mm. before. Even when I would yeah. say I was in shape. I love that. You know, high school, college, I was not out of shape those years. I was, I worked out a lot. I played a lot of racquetball. We played basketball. I mean, what 19, 20 year old kids do. I never tried to do pull ups, though. I mean, I just went to the gym and did my bench presses and my curls. And, you know, sometimes we would do squats, whatever it was. But um, I I don't recall my life ever being able to do pull ups. So it's it's that stuff for me. It's, It's the overcoming of these things that were always a challenge for me or finally feeling like. I like the way I look in these clothes. I'm changing the types of clothes that I buy. Yeah, an overall, like an overall sense of confidence. Yeah. And accomplishment. And, I mean, that's a really big deal. Yeah. Uh, to be able to say, hey, here I am in my 40s, never been able to do a pull-up. Which, by the way, being able to do a pull-up in your 40s is a status symbol. It's right. a thing. So yeah, That's uh, what a tattoo should be. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. I like that. The date of when you got your first pull-up. Yeah, your first strict pull-up. Like it's not it. your kid's birthday. <laughs> it's like, what is this? That's the key, strict pull-up. First yeah, strict first pull-up. Strict. I love it. Yes. And so now you're busting out three to five strict pull-ups at a I time? can now do six strict hey, pull-ups. We yes. just did a fun pull-up month. And so yeah. I, I went and I kind of right. tested it yesterday to see oh, how I it did. Oh, I love it. That's yes. awesome. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. We've been busy. Hey, there we go. New but, news. But I don't want to speak for her. I'm sure she has things that are different for her. Yeah. I mean, I think, of course, for us, uh, or at least for me, um, keeping up with the boys, right? They were very, I mean, they're still very active. But, um, you know, obviously at my heaviest, that was a challenge. Right. As I lost, really, as I lost the weight, things got easier. But now that we've just kind of been on this health journey of, eating better, sleeping better, working out. I wanted to be a good example for our kids. Yeah. And I think it's it, it's shown because, like I said, Seth's in the gym, right? Sean is, now has interest in the summer program. Like, Ooh, I, like I think, you know, just the, the positive influence and that the kids are seeing within us, like, mom goes up and gets, you know, she's tired and she works hard as a working mom, but she still finds time for herself to work out and take care of herself. And I want to show that example i mean just like i said injuring myself on the on the box jump i was back in here in three days yes like, you were and i wasn't gonna let that stop me was there a little discomfort walking a little funny you know yeah but i made it through but i wanted to show the kids that just because you may doesn't just because you something may hurt or something may you know um 
impact how you do it doesn't mean you, you shouldn't do it or you just have to change the way you are doing it and yeah. trying to just be a good example to them um, in, in creating good positive habits in them now so that they don't have to go through Andy and I, you know, watching Andy and I, you know, with the yo-yo diets, because we definitely oh, do. South Beach. I mean, we get uh, fat family. together, we get skinny yeah. together. Luckily, we get fat together, we, we get skinny are together. very good about doing it as a team. <laughs> <laughs> On both sides. Yeah. Right? Like, we one, do. It's very like, supportive. When we're one of us supportive. gets motivated, like, when one of us would get to the point where we were just sick of what we were seeing in the mirror, the other person was always in the same place. So the diets would start together. The exercises would start together. Then yeah. they would fail together. And we would just go through these cycles together. And it was, you know, I know people who have a very different boat. Like the husband of the wife is all about getting in shape. And the other one's just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to it's keep hard. a diet in a and house like that. Or motivation to go to the gym when the other person's like, I ain't going to the gym. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do. So it's certainly easier when you've got somebody else to do it but, with. But, but I, this place has created an environment for us to be consistent and we've sustained it and I you know I mean it and Andy I talk about it all the time and that I just can't even imagine going back to not working out like this and this is just like Mel said like this is my happy place like I and that's why the box jump wasn't gonna injury wasn't gonna stop me because this is my happy place this is where I can take out my stress I can forget about all the things going on behind the scenes and all the meetings I have in the yeah. next eight hours at work. And I can just come here, work out, and and just, you know, most of the time not complain. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are the things that are hard. That, yeah. what, what's fun that Rachel's not telling you, though, was that she had a much simpler goal when she was starting to work out. Do you, do you remember what your goal was? No, I oh, don't. She'll remember. She... she her goal was, I want to be able to walk down the street and have someone look at me and go, Oh yeah. She looks like she works out. Hey. It wasn't that yeah. she wanted to be able to do the pull-up or you know, it wasn't like she had Betty some, some no, right. But I mean initially it wasn't about I want to be able to lift X amount of pounds. I want to be able to do a certain exercise. She was she wanted she wanted to be perceived as somebody that was healthy. Yeah. And I think that's a really it it never that's a great it was goal. never something that I considered, but when she had said that, I was like you know what? I want people to think that about me too. Yeah, definitely. I better start buying tighter shirts, and I bet like <laughs> yeah. I need my arms to show off more. No, now. you're right. Yeah, I totally it's forgot. Because yeah, it is. It's because um, I have. I've helped quite a few of my friends. Whether it was the success of Noom that helped me to lose the weight, and they joined, and they had the same success, and they've been able to you know um, sustain their weight loss or having friends join here, right? Yeah. Like Stephanie, and, Stephanie Bill, and Bill, right? Convincing, I was like, you've got to just get Mike. in the door. Mike, right? Oh, you yeah. had a lot of Mike's people here. come in, yeah, like, right? Just from us talking about this place and how it's changed our lives. It really has. And I don't mean to be like cheesy about it, but that's that's just our reality. I love it. Girl, be as cheesy as you like. So there's um, there's this thought that one of the main reasons why people join a gym is they join because they want to feel the way fit people feel. Mm. Yeah. Right. So when you really think about it, like in the more that I sit and think about that and like, yeah, that, that's really like a lot of people walk into a gym with, it's not so much like a weight loss goal or a specific number. It's like, I just want to feel and be able to do the things that I perceive that fit people can do. Yeah. Like, look at that person that can walk down the street without their knee hurting. I want to be able to, I want that. So it, 
I resonate with that big time. Like, I just want to be able to walk down the street and people say, hey, that girl looks like, looks like she works out. That's a great goal. I think a lot I'm of getting people, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people have already said you've achieved that goal. Yes. And I would Thank agree. You. And you recently got your first pull-up? I did. At the age of 44. 44. It's a yeah. big deal. It's a big deal. And it took a while for me to get there. So, And I do have to respond to Aaron's comment because... For me, because yes. I, of course, listen to all the podcasts. Yes. For me, it wasn't just consistently trying to, you guys saw, like, I kept on doing the bands and trying to do the the pull-ups on my own. It mm-hmm. really was a conscious effort for me to increase my weight. I was like, mm-hmm. I know I'm stronger than this. I know I can do it. So now I really have to start pushing myself and not be afraid of going heavy. Like, yeah. I, there, was, there was definitely a time during this three-year journey that we've been here or I've been here, that I was afraid to go heavy because I was like, oh, I don't want to get big. I don't want to get, like, I don't want to get too muscular or whatever it is. And I was like, that's just ridiculous. Like, it is. It's such a, like, no. So that was, for me, it was like, okay, there's, you know, I just, every, you know, alternating dumbbell snatch, it was go higher, go heavier, whatever it was. and, And turns out I just I love shoulders and back so that was like right up my forte and I just kept pushing and pushing till that's awesome um I was confident and then one and it was it was Veronica was like we were doing something she's like you look jacked and I was like oh thank you <laughs> and then it like and then the next day it kind of was like I hadn't tried a pull-up in a while and that like just that little comment I was like I'm gonna try my pull-up today and it was just like whoop and I was like I just did it. Like, <laughs> Holy crap. Where did, did anybody see that? Did did anybody know, nobody saw it. I was just like kind of in the corner doing my own thing, just doing the stretching. And I was like, I'm going to try it today. And it just happened. And then I like, I walked over to Andy and I was like, I just got my first bullet. And he's like, do it again. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I recorded awesome. it and she refused to let me send the video to anybody. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, and I love that you bring this up because this is a topic that we, we discuss with so many people because, you know, we have our conditioning piece at the end. And everybody's like, oh, I need to save myself for the conditioning piece. It's like the strength portion is where it's at. Yep. Like, especially if we're talking about your longevity and how you want to, what you want to be able to do in your life 10, 15, 20 years from now. If you're not building strength and putting on some lean muscle mass, that only gets harder 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Right? So I love that that was the the light bulb moment. That was the light bulb for me is that I just got to go heavier. If I want to get that pull up, I have to go heavier. Yeah, and, and it just and finally it just kind of clicked and came and everything moved the way it should have moved and just I got it awesome <laughs> and you know that's really the big basis behind our programming now right is exactly. that ideally you should be if the coaches when the coaches describe it each week adding just a little bit of weight each week this week it should feel like this it should be five to ten pounds heavier than last week it should be an RPE of X Y and Z and you know you guys have been through our rebranding mm-hmm. into our new programming right. and you guys are thriving and it's awesome it's working out well for us yeah i, I mean it. i i've loved it since the evolution of it because i was like this makes sense for me like yeah. i don't i don't need to be throwing like i was never a fan of throwing things over my head anyway so right. i was like i'm fine like, I'm good. <laughs> but i mean it just yeah i mean everything kind of I think with the evolution of the rebranding, it's really clicked for us and just we've embodied it and embraced it because it's been so effective for us. And I love and, that. Um, and just feeling stronger every, you know, like I said, all these 
I love it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the journey, it's not like the journey's just been this beautiful straight line. Nope. Right? Unicorns and rainbows. You got it. I mean, everybody's got that, right? <laughs> Listen, if I could sell unicorns and rainbows, man, it'd be awesome. It's another tattoo. That would tattoo. Be, that'd be another tattoo. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> We've had, Andy has had a shoulder surgery. Oh, yeah. Two. Rachel, you've been through surgeries as well. Yeah. I, I, I'll say it. Mommy makeover. Yep. <laughs> so, and regardless of orthopedic, elective, surgery is surgery. Yes. Right? It's a procedure. There's recovery. And I'm actually excited to really talk to you guys about this because so many people... Number one, they think that surgery just fixes everything and then you're good and you can just go do whatever. Mm-hmm. And which is not the case, right? And especially for women who have had children, who have had kids, ladies, your body is never the same. Nope. It will not be the same afterwards. And, but everybody treats women like, hey, you're going to have these kids and then you just go back to doing life. There's also recovery from that. So what I'm excited to hear about is Andy's shoulder surgeries, the mommy makeover. I want to hear about that whole journey. Sure. How did we get to shoulder surgeries? Yeah. First of all? Oh, well, that was so much fun. <laughs> I, was, I um, so for me, it was, um, you know, this was years ago. So I had, I had both shoulders done back in 21. Right. Yep. Didn't mean to make that rhyme. Right. But it, <laughs> That's very clear. Um, I noted, well, so I remember being at the gym one day and we were doing bench presses. Um, and every time I would push, I was like, oh my gosh, that just hurts. Like, okay, I'm just going to start doing push ups. And oh, it just hurts. And weeks would go by. And I was like, okay, I just needed to rest. And it just didn't, just didn't feel better. It was my right shoulder. And I remember one day talking to one of the coaches, you know. Okay, we'll start adjusting. You know, you do when you do the push-ups, we'll have the block under you so you don't go all the way down. Or right. you know, we'll do floor presses instead of all the way on the bench press. That way, you don't get that full range of motion. And nothing helped. It yeah. hurt nonstop. So I decided to finally go to the doctor. Our we have our our primary doctor is a sports medicine doctor, so I thought it was a good place to start. Um, and you know, he did the little test where he moves your arm and he has you spin your wrist and does all the fun, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm moving my arm. (laughs) My arms are moving all over the place. And he's like, I think you just have some arthritis. So uh, some physical therapy, we could do a steroid shot. You should be fine. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. I love love that it's a quick and simple thing. And I I think I did uh, physical therapy for a few weeks, a couple times a week. And again, didn't really help. And I finally went in and had the shot. And it was like immediate. Like, ooh, I can move my shoulder. This is amazing. All that pain is gone. I feel like I did when I was 16. Right. And um, the doctor said, all you got to do is take two days off, no lifting for two days, and you can go back to whatever you want to do. And so I went back into the gym a couple days later, and lo and behold, I could bench press. I could do push-ups. I could try to do my pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I could do all the overhead stuff, and I had no pain. I was like, this is, this is fantastic. It's solved. And I think it was like three months it was probably three months to the day. I remember yeah. being in there <laughs> doing bench press or something. I think I was even with you one day. We were, I was trying to do pull-ups. I think I got my first kipping pull-up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, that hurts again. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? And I went back to the doctor. Oh, okay, well, I guess that 
the whatever the shot the steroid shot is wearing off. So maybe it's worse than just some simple arthritis. The inflammation, getting rid of the inflammation isn't solving it. Let's continue to do physical therapy. Maybe we need to get an MRI, but I would stop doing the things that are hurting you. Okay. Right. So. Which was everything. It wasn't everything. Well, Luckily, it wasn't everything, yeah. but it was a lot. A lot, right. Um, and so I went, I got the MRI. There's some tearing. There's some bone spur. No real damage. Like nothing was torn. I didn't have, ta- I didn't have like torn ligaments and ripped anything but I mean so months and months are going by and you know oh let's just do some more physical therapy Uh, you know we don't want to do surgery quite yet so I mean it was a few more months and still physical therapy not doing the overhead stuff I just did everything I did in the gym and still it just hurt and it got to the point where we started hurting even more even with simple I remember just opening a doorknob and it was like shooting pain through my shoulder and what turned out what I had was, it was he, doctor says, you have osteoarthritis. It's not inflammation. It's just you don't have the cartilage between the bones and in your AC joint. And it's like, you know, we can fix this. It's arthroscopic. We go in, we shave the bone down so it creates more space and you'll be good to go. And I was like, well, nothing else has been working. I've done, I mean, I don't know how many months of physical therapy I did. I did the steroid shot. I was like, I don't want to have to get a steroid shot every three months for the rest of my life. And right. I don't want to quit. I mean, what, what I didn't mention though, was that I also had started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu at the time. So I was like, I was here four days a week and I was doing jiu-jitsu twice a week in the evening. And it wasn't until I started doing the jiu-jitsu a couple months later was when it really started to flare up. So it was a combination of the two. But the doctor said, and I remember he said, I could put everybody your age on, in this MRI machine and I'm going to see very similar results because mm-hmm. everybody just has that kind of damage. Like you're just more active than most people your age. Right. So most, they're going to have the same problem, but they're not doing what you're doing and they may never even notice it. It may hurt a little when they take a shirt on or take a shirt off or put a shirt on. May, maybe it hurts when they adjust when they're sleeping like it was for me, but he's like, you just do so much more. Yeah. So I did decide to give up on the jujitsu. I did try it again after the surgery, then it's still... I think that was influence for me to tell him to stop <laughs> doing... It was fully my decision <laughs> as an adult male. <laughs> but, um, so, eventually, I just decided, okay, let's just get this surgery done with it. If, yeah. if I'm going to yeah. have to do it, I, I, I can't stop working out, because at that point, it had been year, year and a half, I'd lost like 30 pounds. I was like, if I don't fix this, and I just stop working out... I'm going right back to where I was, so I'm yeah. going to have to have the surgery. So um, I did have my right shoulder done. It was like July of 2021. Um, <clears throat> came out, had the big sling mm-hmm. thing. That was tons of fun. Had to wear it for about a week, and I was doing physical therapy. But my, my biggest concern was I know what happens when I stop working out for extended periods of time. So even before I went in, I... I I think it was before I even went in. I was talking to you and talking to Sherry, and I was like, I don't know how long I need to be out of the gym, <laughs> but as soon as I can, I need to be back in, uh, but I can't do most things. Yeah. So I took, you know, the doctor wanted me to take three weeks of just, you know, nothing. So I, I think I had a whole week off of work, which was fantastic. Watched a lot of TV. <laughs> that, <laughs> part, that part was great. <laughs> yes. Got out of the sling, was doing my physical therapy, and three weeks and I started doing... Uh, twice a week sessions with Sherry mm-hmm. and 
I mean, what was so interesting was it never occurred to me how many exercises one can do. That you know, because I was where I was like, how am I going to work my legs? I can't hold the barbell. I you know, I, I can't hold these heavy dumbbells because I just had this shoulder surgery. I mean, it was she, she had the most creative ways to do exercises. It was it was really unbelievable. And I'd never asked, I would have never known. Yeah, I would have just done nothing, and I would have gone off and probably put on a ton of weight again. Yeah, and so. Three weeks after my surgery, I was in the gym, and I, I was coming four days a week. She would, I worked with Sherry twice a week, and she gave me, like, a series of workouts. So I would print them out, I'd bring them in, and before I came in, i go, I'm going to do workout six. And so I knew exactly what I was going to do. I came in at the same time so I could see all my friends, have yeah. my social time, and I would just do my own little workout. They would do their workout that was on the board, and then I would, I would go home. And what was really what, – what sucked was that because I was – so I couldn't use my right arm as much. I was way overusing the left. Right. And so within three, four weeks, I'm starting back at the gym, and all of a sudden, I was just like, this left arm, left shoulder really hurts. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going Dang on. It. Feels, it's in the exact same place. And I went back to the doctor, and he's like, well, it's in the exact same place. <laughs> uh, he's like, I could do another MRI, <laughs> or we could just know that it's a... You know, it's a, it's a physiological thing, and you probably have the exact same problem on the left side that you do on the right, mm -hmm. and I can just repeat the surgery, and Rachel's like, well, we already hit our deductible. So, <laughs> Go for it. So, Go for it. Game on. So if you're going to do it, let's just do it. So six weeks later, I went back in, and he did the left shoulder. Yeah. And same thing, had a week with the, with the sling on the left arm, Three weeks later, I was working with Sherry again, twice a week, and she gave me even new stuff to do. And I want to say that was so that was August, and I I came in four times a week, did my own workouts until middle of December. Yeah, I mean it was. I remember you guys working together for for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, Sherry is definitely a shoulder expert. <laughs> she knows her stuff. She's been through two of those major rotator cuff yeah. repairs. Yeah. Herself. So and. She was in that similar boat, like she did the right one, and two years later, same thing on the left. Yeah. And so she very much and luckily, was the ideal coach to help you. You know, luckily I didn't have the tears. I didn't have the same She's level fantastic. of damage. Yeah. And so yeah. the recovery was way simpler. And, you know, for me, and we've talked about it so many times, but for me, it, there was this overarching fear of if I don't get back in the gym, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm never going to. And I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna lose my rhythm. I'm gonna lose it, and I'm, I, I have to be in there. And what was great about it was that I mean, I I've had people since then tell me that it actually was rather inspiring to see someone who had just come back from major surgeries, like, and you were still in there like just as much as we were. And I thought that was really cool too. And that that yeah. definitely helped my, you know, my mental side of just still dealing with it. And like you said, if it were unicorns and rainbows it, it wasn't I mean this is two years later now and I it still hurts me to do it's the bench press motion bench yeah. press and push-ups uh, high weight bench press and high amounts of push-ups still rather painful mm -hmm. I can do uh, I can do all the overhead stuff I want I have no problem I can push press I can no problems um, but bench press and push-ups are still quite painful so I'm I'm kind of coming to this realization. This may be the rest of my life. I don't know if it will ever not hurt to right. do lots of push-ups and lots of bench press. And 
So no, it certainly does not solve all problems, but I can do a lot. I can do way more than I was able to do before I needed the surgery badly. So yeah, and I love that you reached out to Sherry for that help on your way back because I mean, so many people either don't do that. They rely solely on, so physical therapy, they do a great job of getting you back to your activities of daily living, right? You know, lifting your arm, putting things on a shelf, but their job with insurance is not to get you bench pressing no correct like insurance doesn't have on their on their checklist andy needs to bench press before he leaves physical (laughs) can he still still clean and jerk yeah right right? (laughs) doing pull-ups the whole yards make sure that he can run and do all this like nope their checklist is can andy touch his head can he shower can he can he put a shirt on and yeah yeah and and it's It's, amazing the things you don't even think about that you couldn't do i it didn't it never occurred to me that with shoulder injuries i wouldn't be able to do a box jump i could not thrust my (laughs) arms enough to get the power to do a box jump the you know so the things that i was like oh i can continue to do these exercises but there were so many i couldn't do it just hurt so badly and you wouldn't even have expected it so yeah and I love that, you know, when you worked with Sherry, she helped you understand the anatomy of the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Like what fires, what needs to fire, like the healthy shoulder sits she down had and me, back. And she had me doing like the bands. I mean, so for months I was doing the banding. Oh, I forgot what it was called, but the, uh, it was it was just great. I mean, she had so many exercises that really, uh, probably more than the physical therapy did, to be quite honest. That's awesome. Um, so it was great. I, you know, but for, again, so much I can't even say it. For me, it was I, I cannot be out of here for too long, yeah. or I will, I will lose my, I will just lose that drive and momentum. I gotta just, I gotta get back in as quickly yeah. as I can. And, and trying to figure it out on your own, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's and like, watching all your friends work out without problems. Yeah, is tough. And you're like, well, I can't use a bar. Like you said, I can't use a barbell. I can't run. I can't jump. Like, okay, well, I can't do any of this on the hall. Like. <laughs> When you have, when you're surrounded by coaches that are like, oh, come on over come here. here, we got you. Let we me help, you. let me show you yeah. what you got going on. Yeah, and they educate you and guide you on the right path. It's suddenly like there's this whole new world that's like, oh my gosh, yeah, where did all this come from? I, I can I do all of this. I stuff. could not believe the creativity of the exercises. I love that. Yeah, fantastic. Which brings us to Rachel. Yeah. Yes. So my surgery journey was obviously after joining here, um, you know, just normal things, right? Your body's getting stronger, your body's changing and and all for the right reasons. But along with the weight loss, there was just, for me, it was just, I I had a vision of kind of what my body was supposed to look like, right? And, and, and it wasn't there. And I mean, so, I mean, we talked about it and I made a conscious decision to go and get a mommy makeover, which at the time I probably didn't realize the extent of what that all meant. Um, But because my core was strong, I mean, the, I mean, even the plastic surgeon was like, there's, you know, I'm not removing fat. I'm not like, we're just really, he, like when I got my first consult, he was just like, your core is strong. Like he was like, okay, like. This That's is, like it was a different, chef, right? By the way. Right, exactly. <laughs> it totally um, changes the surgery. But it did. Well, and it did. And we'll get to that as well. But um, for me, it was just, um, you know, I was 42 at the time. I lost all this weight and I knew I was getting stronger. I was getting more confident to a certain extent, but they're just, I wanted, I wanted more. And I knew there was a certain, only my body could do so much. And, um, yeah, you know, I decided on getting the surgery. I had mine in March of 2021, 
Um, and right but, before my surgery, right. like, I mean, we oh, were like, oh yeah, we like, were. So, <laughs> so Seth hair. was running the house. Yeah, yeah. Right, pretty much. But um, but no, but back to the point. So, you know, from the time in July when I joined in 2020, 2020 to the surgery, I did get a second consult because, like I said, I was like, man, things just feel different. Like from the initial evaluation that he gave me, and when I went back. He was like, yep, you're right. Like, your core's gotten even stronger. Like, and he actually took, like, $2,000 off the procedure. I don't know if you guys remember, before I went under the knife, I even teased you. I, got, I was like, thanks for saving me so much money on my <laughs> surgery because now my core, like, even more so, my core is strong. But, um, for, so, of course, with the surgery, um, it was a significant recovery, right? Well, what was the difference between, because your core was strong, what did they not have to well, do? Well, so they, yeah, yeah let me clarify. Yeah, deal. so, you know, with a, with a tummy tuck, and like I said, I'm not the expert, but there's a lot of resuturing of the abdominal wall, right? Because after pregnancy, right, they got to pull all that stuff back together. Um, and thanks to this place, they didn't have to do that. Mine was really much more of just a skin removal and um, a little bit in the lower abdominal, but there wasn't much of the midsection that, what is it, diastasis? Yes, the, the diastasis. Like, so I did not have to have that, which is the, that's the, a big the deal. Big, a lot and that's a really big deal. Because that's that, it's a, it's a vertical incision and right. suturing versus a horizontal, which makes yes. a significant um, difference in your recovery time. Um, so not having to have that, I had, you know, I definitely still had a tough experience, but definitely not near the severity of many women that go through the full um, surgery. But, um, you know, fast forward after getting cleared from the doctor, you know, I was six weeks out and that was tough. That was really tough for me mentally and emotionally to not have my happy place, right? Yeah. Um, and same thing, but you know, Andy's encouragement, my friends encouraged, family, whatever, um, you know, and even here, because people would text me and check on me, and we miss you, and can't wait to see you come back. And because she didn't like announce to everybody that she was yeah, going to have this surgery, like, she just disappeared one day. She just, <laughs> just didn't show up. Well, yeah, like, well, Andy, what did you do? Like, it wasn't like what. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a couple people knew, but I, I remember coming in weeks later, people like. Where's Rachel been? I'm like, well, but I was open. I, but I was open about the surgery. You, you like I wasn't it, like you ashamed of it. No, that's right? true. It's not that's something true. you were like, hey, just so everybody knows, <laughs> right? So, so lots of people who you are friends with didn't necessarily know. So it was funny that's conversations fair. I got to have with people. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 where's she so... been? <laughs> okay. Like, what am I allowed to tell people? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah we did yeah. have a conversation. He's like, what am I allowed to share? What am I not allowed to share? And I'm like, you can share. I'm open. I'm an open book. Um, yeah, now when we're talking about core recovery. Oh, that was the biggest surprise for me. Um, that's a big one. It's, yeah, because, you know, the, the plastic surgeon cleared me after six weeks. I, and I too went to Sherry. I had now I didn't do as extensive. I did probably I think three or four sessions with her. Yeah. Um, just kind of going through what we typically do to see where I was. Could I hang on a bar? Nope, not yet because yeah. of the the breast you know um, um, the breast augmentation and, and lift. Can I do a push up? Nope, nope, can't do nope. a push up. Not yet. Can't do that. You know, like planks. Nope, not there. So, I mean, it was a lot of trial and error of finding what worked, what didn't work. But, man, the workouts were still very 
focus, very tough. Like, I mean, um, Sherry doesn't let up. No, 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 she does not. She's pretty relentless. And, um, but it was, you know, but at least it prepared me to go into a class knowing what to expect. But, um, you know, but it probably took at least three months, if not, I would say even close to six months till I felt my core was normal. I believe that. Like, to the point where I was like, okay, I can move the way I need to move I, without strain, without a little twinge going, ooh, what's that, right? Yeah. Like, um, nothing was ever painful, but it just the, um, you know, you just, you lose, when you lose your core to everything you do, you have to really think very hard about your movements. And, and, and of course, the fact of concerns over injury, right? Because if yeah. you're not able to embrace that core, um, could I hurt myself? So mm-hmm. that was a lot of the focus that Sherry um, worked with me on is how to how can I continue to try to do these movements, utilize my core safely <laughs> yeah. um, through the exercises and, and get me back to where I, I wanted to be and some, right? But um, it, yeah, like I said it was it was a long road. Um, there was definitely times of frustration because <laughs> I too, like what you know, watching everybody else, I'm like, I want to, want to be able to do a push up again, and I want to be able to do toes to bar again, <laughs> and I can't get there yet. And but now I can, and you know, I'm happy. No, don't regret any of it. I love it, and you know, the education and awareness. Those are two big things that I think everybody should understand that they need. Anytime that you go through any kind of, we'll call it a speed bump, right? whether it, it works. whether it's a surgery, an injury, a setback of any kind, like having that, no, you don't need to quit. This right. isn't the end of the world. Like we still have a lot, a lot of years left. Absolutely. And there's a ton of things that can be offered and the education that can be provided so that when you are standing on your own two feet, it's like, okay, my coach went over with me. When I'm in this situation, I do this. We got stronger. We still got what we felt was a good workout. We're still working on our mental health. We still got all of the good benefits, even though we're still in the recovery process. And that's huge. Because so many people are like, Oh, well, I've got this thing going on, so I rolled my ankle, so I'm out. Right. Like, yeah, and I mean, that was, I mean, we can't say it enough. It was just about getting back in here, get moving, because we just, we had the confidence that we knew we were in good hands with you guys and the coaches here that, like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> like, like, you know, like. The, you know, it's interesting, too, the, it's the, there's a change in attitude, because we were even talking about this the other day. We talk about this stuff all the time. Oh, I love it. We're dorks. We really are. Um, I'm right there with you. But, you know, there's this attitude of, of excuses that we would have had five years ago, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. I, I mean, if I would have been just going to the gym on my own, working out, and I rolled my ankle, for example, that would be my excuse to just not go. And, and two, yeah. again, two weeks would go by or whatever, and I would probably be done. There was always an excuse. There was almost always looking for some excuse, always looking for some reason that I don't have to go. And I remember... I, I couldn't have been here for more than six months. And I remember seeing, I don't, I don't remember who it was, but it was some woman. And she was in, I'm, I'm working out, doing my thing. And she came in, she had a full-on cast boot thing. And I'm like, oh, what's she here doing? She starts working out. <laughs> and she just kind of adjusted what she was doing. And she wasn't doing, you know, she, some things she just had to do while she was sitting, while we were standing. And I was like, holy moly, I would have 
<laughs> There's no way I would be here if that were me. And that was my attitude three yeah. years ago. And, you know, this, I, I've never had a, an exercise routine or a, anything that I did as long as we've been doing this for the last three years. So the attitude toward what would slow me down, what might stop me, I can't even apply that to my previous self because my previous self was always looking for something. Like, oh, shoulder's a little sore today, or oh, I, I twisted my ankle, or oh, I have a slight headache. It was just whatever it was, it was my excuse to not go to the gym. Stay in bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when, it, when it's on your schedule, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., it becomes a part of your routine. Yeah. It becomes a part of your life. And pretty soon it becomes so routine that you, it's a feeling that you enjoy. Absolutely. Like, it's hard to describe to people how good it feels to feel strong. Yeah. And when you're, for example, my, my best example that I have is the fall of 2020 when I had COVID. And I lost, I don't know, 10 pounds or whatever when I was sick. And then it took me six months to recover from it. Oof. It was like, I just want to feel strong again. And it just, that feeling, it's, it's a feeling of feeling healthy. Yeah. And it just changes your attitude on everything. Like the way you look at your entire day, really the way you look at your life, the way you handle situations that come into your life gives you the ability to respond instead of react. It really can literally change your life. And I think the conversations that we have, especially in a world that's so stressed out, it's like people need this they need it and trying to convince someone that listen this really isn't a scary thing like right there there are th gyms and environments that are very intimidating and some people are like nope not walking in that place and we've worked really hard to try to change that like we want people to be able to walk in here and feel the way that you guys do yeah, yeah i mean there's not i mean there's always a you know there are we are all competitive in some ways are right I mean but I mean we're all so supportive of each other I mean it's always the high fives at the end and the good job and if someone's having a rough day you know like I don't know it's just it's such a positive environment here and it's addicting is not the right word I wish I could find <laughs> it but it is it's like you just um you have like I have to be here because if I don't move now which I never thought I would ever say this, but if I'm not moving physically now, like I do get irritable. I yeah. really do. If I if I miss a couple of days, I'm like, man, I'm just I need to move. I need to get this whatever this is in my body out. And out. like that's why Mondays are great because it's just like okay, <laughs> like yeah, I'm here. Yes, thank God it's Monday. Monday. I actually get excited because Mondays because I yeah. you know lately I've had to take off Saturdays and Sundays, so that's like my two days of like. I got my, I need my work. I have to, you know, fulfill that itch to work out. And yeah. it's funny to, I never thought ever I would be. We were never those people. Never would work these people. Yeah. And I love this. Yeah. Others, you guys are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we work hard at being awesome. I love it. <laughs> Actually, I should take like, that back. It just comes easy. It just comes <laughs> naturally. It just comes naturally. It's just I love it. Oh I want to thank you guys for joining me today. That's been fun. Yeah. Is there anything that you would like for people to know that we didn't cover? Um, I don't, you know, I guess the only thing we could say would be the, like, that the, the, it's one thing to lose the momentum. It's another thing to get it started, 
right? Mm -hmm. So I, re I remember, um, and I, I mean, most of the people that are listening to this have probably went through it, but I, I have very clear memories of starting and just being very nervous <laughs> about what it was going to be. And I, for the first three months, I very much remember, I would walk out of the gym, I cannot believe I didn't die today. That was the hardest <laughs> thing I've ever done in my life. I can't believe I can walk out of here. But I want to say like a couple of months in, I got to the point where I would, I had a couple nights where I remember going to sleep going, all right, I get to go work out in the morning. Like, yeah. which was a brand new feeling for me. So it was like getting that, that, that starts, the starting process is difficult. Yeah. And it's, if you, if you've done it and you know how hard it was, I always worry that it could be harder the second time because you remember how hard it was the yes. first time. Right. Which is why it was just so important for us to just not stop because I didn't yeah. want I didn't want to deal with that again. Yeah. Um, but what's great, I know it's different now, and that was when it was you know we were at a CrossFit gym and it was yeah. totally different. So I, I got to imagine that you know kind of getting started here nowadays is probably a very different experience than, than yeah. it was three years ago. Definitely. Um, yeah, because now everybody goes through personal training until the coach and the client are both like, okay. We're, we're ready on the for the same next page step. Yeah. And ready. So it's yeah. definitely, you went through like, I like the hardcore intro. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple <laughs> of, um, I had a couple of those intro sessions when I started three years, three years ago. Yeah. It was like, you know, five and we just did some small stuff and then I went right into it and nearly yeah. died. And it was very different. It was very different, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was a big reason why we, why we changed yes. a lot of that because we're like, okay, we need to better prepare everybody for class because we have people that were jumping into class, and they're like, what is this? What <laughs> like, was we got in? Okay. People seem to love it. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I stuck do. around. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else, though. I think I think I feel like we've said everything there is to say. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Absolutely. And I'll see you guys in the gym. Yes, you will. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ferrum Athletic Company podcast. If you like the show, please leave us a review, share it with your family and friends, share it on your social media platforms. Our mission is to build better humans through the education of health and movement. If this resonates with you, please shoot us an email at forged at ferrumathletico.com. Follow us on social media Facebook or Instagram at Ferrum Athletico, and we will see you all soon. Thank you for helping us to build better humans.